Good morning, Too Many Jams listeners. Welcome to another episode. It's a show about all things 20-year-old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused. We are now in 2020, and we wanted to do an episode um, without a guest. We've been hammering the guests. Rob's been doing a killer job um, getting a lot of fun people through. We wanted to do an episode just the two of us because we just the two of us because <laughs> we figured some I. shit out um for this upcoming year our whole plan and we're pretty excited about it because we think we think this is the year that everything changes for us we think uh we've got some ambitious maybe lofty goals for the year but uh you know nothing i don't think that is too unattainable honestly if it, if we if we put in the work so it's I think it's kind of sad how we even think that it's lofty. It's like so doable. We it just doable. didn't do it last year. Yeah. I, I mean, we had a little reflection. Uh, or we, We've had a couple of reflections on this past year. And um, we were we were a little underwhelmed, I think, to, uh, to put in perspective of like kind of how far we progressed. Some like the band and the podcast and... Every, everything uh, sort of creative that we wanted to push along further. So uh, we're changing it up this year. I'm going to work harder. And uh, yeah, let's dive into that this yeah. episode. Uh, I'll uh, intro the sponsors here. You want to turn off the metronome on the, oh, yeah. on the thing there? Metronome. So uh, our sponsors, as always, True History Beer. Um, we've just been loving sipping back on those frosty, uh, frosty dogs. Um, <laughs> it, I like so that. I talked to the guys, uh, recently and we've been, we've been drinking their 12 Swans IPA. That is not actually available in LCBOs. They sell those just to like restaurants that carry them. Yeah. You gotta um, go find them locally. It's my so. favorite, one of their flavors, but they do have their, uh, farmer in the sky Pilsner, which is at all the LCBOs, which was my favorite until, uh, the IPA came along. So. <laughs> And you haven't even tried the other two that they got going. No, I haven't. Because they've got a, they've also got a collaboration with a uh, a local coffee shop. Um, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I think it's a stout beer that they make with them. And then um, then they had this other one. Uh, Tompkins called it a grizzle, or I, th- I think was that was that the word you used? Fuck I, if I know, dude. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, um, another another interesting thing that. Tompkins was talking about though uh which i've found kind of uh i guess i just kind of found it interesting is that the reason that they don't sell 12 swans in the lcbos is because um restaurants and local bars and such like to have these beers on tap at their yeah. own destination it's like and it's a bit of a turnoff for yeah. you know for people Bars like carrying craft beers, like uh-huh. exciting beers, I guess. And it's, I guess it's not indie or hip to be in the LCBO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but whatever. Anyway, uh, so just if you go True History Brewing, at True History Brewing, uh, or their website, you can just see where all this stuff is. Take but what you get from, 
can get from them because yeah. it's all good. It's all good. And then uh, obviously wrist and rye uh, jewelry, Jams 15 for 15% off, support the pod. Uh, that goes directly to us. And then uh, Bottle Rocket Hair is our new hair sponsor. And I'm fucking, it's Robbie's girlfriend. She just opened up a studio in Port Credit. She's been cutting Robbie's hair for some time, but uh, just recently been giving me some touch-ups. And uh, since she started cutting my hair, like compliments, I got that acting job. Yeah. People have been telling me how good I've been Move, looking. Moving up in the I world. I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think that there's something to get in your haircut <laughs> often. But, but also you've been implementing this whole new 2020 you know new, new year, uh, new me. personal grooming routine so it's it actually kind of uh well anyway we'll 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 just give her her shout out so she opened up this cool studio on poor credit uh it was about a 20 minute drive down the the gardener if you go midday but if, if you live out there if you know people that live out like etobicoke like poor credit area she's got a promo going on right now until feb end of february which is uh 20 off your first cut just follow so, her yeah so uh if you follow her you like the promo uh, photo, or I, yeah, like her, the promo photo, and then you at three friends ta or tag three friends in the comments for the promo. You go over there, you get twenty dollars off your first cut. And I mean, if if you don't have many friends, you know, just tag Rob and me, and uh, you know your mom. Yeah. And there you are, three there. You get twenty or bucks. Take your mom's friends. Take your mom's friends. Yeah, see what they're up to. I bet they're. I bet they'd love to hear from you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this whole this this whole twenty twenty thing. Just like we can talk about it later in the episode, but a lot of reflection going into twenty twenty. Like looking back at the last year, and for me, one of my things was just stop being such a fucking peasant. Like, <laughs> like, and I, what does that mean? Just like that's not a, that's that's not the exact thought, but. It's one of those things where just kind of taking care of myself was not on the top of the priority list. Yeah. Like I'd get money, I'd spend it on other things. Like I, I would just, I would shuffle money around in weird ways and I wouldn't put enough money into like my getting new clothes or getting haircuts or, mm -hmm. you know, if there was like a health, yeah, health thing I wanted to look after. Like, um, I had like a, a, an oil duct issue in my eyelid that's been bugging me for a while. And like the treatment was like, 800 bucks and I was pushing that off and I was like I just yeah. wanted the 2020 I'm like fuck it like we did a shopping spree last Sunday mm -hmm. got a a wardrobe of just basics like I just bought like sweats some nice black jeans feels good a few to good put shirts, on fresh some clothes, workout gear you know yeah like to have some have some new threads to just you know keep you fresh keep your closet updated good stuff and you know like just uh, this new pair of like I, I knew i needed a pair of black boots got it i, I knew i needed like there was like these are things that i needed oh, if, that I, if only you guys could have seen the thumpers travels walking around it i was walking around in like canadian tire winter boots literally literally looked like clod hoppers yeah like, they they would put you know that trend that girls wear those shoes yeah with, like the big soles yes you would put all of them to shame with these things no i looked i looked bad i, I honestly <laughs> looked bad um but yeah just the basics like um needed a trimmer ended up getting your old trimmer off you um tight just like a bunch of little things and just a little bit of effort that i've been because i used to not care yeah what i look like not like i'd always be clean and, and hygiene but mm -hmm. like i used to not i'd leave the house wearing hand me down don't give a fuck like I'm like, whatever. What do I care what I look like? Like, it's not, I'm not going out. It's not an event. But just putting like a little bit of effort into that, it's honestly. People, people pick up on that energy, man. Yeah. People have been saying, like, oh, child, like looking good. Like, what's going on? Like, even Kristen the other day was like, 
Trav, whatever you've been doing, keep doing it. Keep doing it. You're objectively <laughs> better looking. And I'm like, it's kind of making me sad because I'm doing the basics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're I'm like, like how, how bad was it before? Yeah. You're like, you're like, I'm just like getting to like a base level. Yeah. So like, you know, anything below that must have been bad. Yeah. And, and that's part of it. And the other part was just like, you know what? For me, when it comes to making money, I am not the way like my outlook has always been is it's never been like, oh, I'll just I'll make more money and then I'll spend more on myself. That's the way I've been thinking about it. Oh, I'll just keep making more money and then I'll spend it on myself. But really how it works with me is I put all my time into all these like projects and dreams and goals. Yeah. And the money doesn't really come in until I have like kind of reverse pressure. Like, like I started making more money when I started spending more on rent and living. And as my expenses started growing, Uh, I started making more money. It's like, just, Go out, buy the things I need, and rack up my expenses. I always end up paying them off. Mm-hmm. So why don't I just elevate my lifestyle from a more basic level? You know what I mean? Like when, when, when I take those nice trips with my friends, always I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can afford it. I pay for it. I always can afford it. You always, I always come out. Yeah. I always go out and make the money. Even Steven. Even Steven. So it's like, you know, I, I needed a, a new laptop. Fucking going to go tonight. Get one. Tight. I, I needed that, that eye treatment. Just drop the money on it. Fuck it. Just, I mean, t- just I mean, taking but, care of my shit. Yeah. You know, but the, I, mean, I mean, health issues, uh, parents tend to be a little more forgiven and no, they t- toss a little kickback. They've spent too much money on my health. Like <laughs> no joke with my concussion stuff. Yeah. The amount of money they dropped on my health. I went, went to them. I was like, Hey, I need this kind of eye, eye treatment. Yeah. They're like, you've got a credit card. <laughs> yeah. My mom's just like, so <laughs> she's like, you got it. I'm like, you're so, right. You know what? You're right. Show me that, uh, Show me that full-time job first. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that whole attitude, we I kind of just have been applying. Um, and even the podcast, just taking a more simplified, action-driven approach. Not so much in the thinking, what are we going to do? How do we do this? What's the right move? Yeah. Why are we motivated? Why yeah. are we sad? Why are you happy? Why do you, you know, instead of thinking about all that shit, I just am like, I'm going to be 28 next July. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm an adult male. Things need to move a little yeah, quicker. Yeah, a little quicker. <laughs> uh, I don't care if I'm happy anymore. <laughs> Just like achieve my goals, yeah. you fucking loser. Um, yeah. So we laid out this plan. Me, I laid out a plan for myself and then Robbie and I laid out a plan for the podcast and it's looking good and it's been going well so far because it's just no bullshit. No bullshit. It's like fucking just do these basic things mm-hmm. and and everything will go better. Yeah, it's it's like it's almost like we we went uh we're like we're on the one side of things to start where it was like okay, do do all these things, you know, you want to uh just like create, okay? So go out there, do that. And then we started think, thinking too much. Thinking too much, being like, okay, we don't really have any direction with it or any sort of uh you know, laid out plan for it. So we went way far the other way where we it was like too mental. much yeah yeah you know like planning and like putting together and ideas and such and then hour-long chats about your deep motivations <laughs> and like yeah and now and now we're just sort of coming back into the middle of those two where you kind of got both of those in your arsenal we've done all the thinking we need to do for at least yeah. at least a few milestones in the future uh-huh. uh so we we decided a few things. One, we because we, we question the podcast too. We we're like, is the podcast worth our time? Are we wasting our time? Is uh, 
are things taking away from music? Like all these thoughts and we kind of reeled it into a few basic ideas, but we wanted to make sure that the podcast, because at the end of the day, as much as we love um, that people listen and that we're providing content, we get to, you know, provide that. The podcast still at the end of the day, we started it for ourselves. Yeah. We, it was a way for us to keep ourselves accountable, accountable to the goal yeah. of figuring our lives out. Yeah. And we said we'd record it because we think that that's valuable. And I think what we didn't do last year is, is stay to that goal. Um, and we're bringing it back this year. The theme for our 2020 podcast season was exposure. Yeah. How, how, how does two guys that have you know, a thousand followers each and a podcast with a few thousand you know, plays a month, how, how do you go from there to uh, success? And success could be money, could be followership, could be deals, working with people you're excited about. Like how, how do you go to that level? And we thought we were going to do that last year on the pod completely left that in the dust just we're busy figuring out how to put out a podcast a week mm-hmm. we're busy figuring out how to pay our bills while still doing the basics for our music dreams yeah i think we're good at that now yeah well it's it's kind of uh it, it it's a consistency thing right you know you it just sort of becomes more ingrained to your to your routine and how we've been going about things and i think now that we've got that a little more under control with a with a good sort of pipeline between you know you organize sorry you editing and me doing some more administrative stuff um it's it's easier to work with and um you know for for 2020 i I mean we were going to touch on this briefly but uh we're gonna we're gonna try and rebrand the podcast a little bit in some ways to encompass uh everything we're doing sort of yeah everything creatively that we're doing and I mean, we'll we'll speak more about that in the the upcoming weeks and upcoming episodes. But uh, yeah, for for right now, we don't really have the idea fully laid out enough to to touch on it too much. So uh, we'll uh, we'll keep you in the loop. But yeah, it's just basically we're we're gonna find a way f- for the podcast to benefit all the things we we said it would. Um, and the what he's what he's referencing in terms of not having the idea fully laid out. Before, when we would say something like that, that would be like a scary prospect because we'd sit and think about it and mm-hmm. nothing would really happen. But what we're actually doing with that idea is just taking steps. We're going to start developing this thing just from action alone. Um, and we're going to create uh, something with it that's... We want something that will include uh, more collaboration, more highlighting the people that are going... That we think are are on this path that are doing a good job and including them in some sort of core, you know, media unit. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's, that's this whole thing that we're going to develop individually with people. Uh, we reach out to on the other half of it. We wanted the podcast to benefit music the most. That's our main thing. That's what we want. That's what we want to achieve. We want it to benefit that. So we developed this um, idea that we're going to implement on the podcast uh, starting, I believe, next Tuesday is our first episode in the cycle because uh, it's the first episode in February. But what we're going to do is at the end of every single episode, no matter who we have on, uh, guests, whether we do it uh, ourselves, we're going to sit down separate from that podcast and we're going to do a little 10-minute segment where we go through our exposure journey all the things that we're doing to try to blow up. So 
you know, it's recorded the effort and the work and like the mentality involved to go from like zero to, to hero. And I think that's, that's going to be valuable to people in the future to just hear the dialogue of what it takes to achieve a goal that's kind of hard to define and kind of ludicrous and kind of way out there. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone's, I know a lot of podcasts have successful people on and they, they hindsight reflect on their success and what yeah. they think. And it, it's always fun and it's a little bit of a motivation, but what if somebody was talking about it as it was happening? Yeah. Recording the journey like, oh, we just put in two months of this consistent effort that we just outlined and hey, boom, we just landed our first this. Yeah. Like as it's happening. Yeah, I, it is I cool. think that's valuable. I think that's cool. So we'll, on this episode, we're going to explain exactly what our thoughts, our goals, our consistent commitments, our routines are going to be on a base level, uh, week to week. Do you want to start with our higher level goals for 2020? Yeah, that's a good place. Okay. So we were a bit worried um, about saying too much about our goals. Mm. Like we're we're thinking like, oh, if we're if we're this open about our goals and how we're going to achieve them, is it going to take away from? You know, are we going to say too much? Is is are we going to put all our cards on the table? And yeah. Uh, and I think it's a bit of an experiment, but in my mind, when I thought about it, when I molded over, I thought the answer was no. I I thought there's nothing wrong with saying exactly what you want, saying how you're going to achieve it, and basically asking the universe, like your friends, your networks of people listening, mm-hmm. to be, you know, involved just by giving their time to listen. But then they also, when they see us next, they go, "Hey, you were looking for this? I I know how to I I know a guy." Or you it know, happens you, more often than you think. I think there's less harm than versus benefit. I think the pros, pro, the pros outweigh the cons. Uh, mm-hmm. And like our goals, they might seem some of them might seem a little vain or like stupid, but we put a lot of thought into how to achieve them, and we laid out what we think are like consistent action steps we can take to hit them. So they don't seem that like that to us, but right at the very right at the very top. On a base level, we want to hit a certain level of like followership. Yeah. On on the band account. On the band account. On our Instagram. We realize looking at all these other people, people that have millions of streams on Spotify. Yeah. With that can't sell tickets or, or hardly have a following or people engaging with them. Yeah. We we looked around and we realized that the the best engagement people are getting are from YouTube and Instagram. In terms of getting information out, influencing people to listen to your music or or do an action, like mm-hmm. pre-save an album, come out to a show, um, because that's those are accounts where people are actually involved in the people. Yeah, there's for a sure. there's a connection to the music makers. Yeah, Spotify accounts they're less engaging unless unless you're uh, you know unless the band or the artist has that you know the diehard fans the followership to begin with and uh i mean like interesting we were, we were looking at this Look the, at the other rate, day yeah, talk like, about that. uh about how you know i was i was reading this article and uh they they were referencing this so i went i went and took a look at uh, some artists on spotify and not that this is a bad thing at all but um you know if you look at monthly plays or you know, overall streams on top songs on Spotify on 
some smaller artists, you know, uh, for instance, who have had songs that have been playlisted on hot playlists or just racked up a ton of streams on certain singles that they've released. Which is essentially meaning like they got their exposure from a song that went popular on Spotify, not... Yeah, exactly. Not from a song that went popular on YouTube or Instagram, it went popular on Spotify. Yeah, the, and and then you and then you take a look at their actual uh, followers of uh, of people on their profile. It's it can be very uh, it can be very low compared to you know their monthly streams or their monthly followers or sorry their, their yeah their monthly streams or their streams on certain songs. And that's there's there's a bit of a like a divide between the artist and the 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 fans that are listening to it because uh, like think about when you get your songs on spotify you get your discover weekly or however you consume your music from a playlist yeah you hear a song you like at best you're liking that one song rarely do you are like oh this song is so good that i'm gonna go in listen to that artist like a few of them and follow them go on their social media buy tickets to their shows yeah like, so it's, it's true and it's i, I think that sort of speaks just to uh you know the the listening community these days and how how people operate and uh, like, like i said it's not a bad thing but um it's you know in turn that's for uh if, if you have that kind of engagement on on your spotify profile uh it's not really equaling tons of fans at your shows or you know um, mm-hmm. the, the the certain follow followership and engagement that you would look for in a fan base. And apparently, the industry is aware of this by now. Labels, people of people of interest are aware of this. Yeah. Um, whereas, if you look at somebody who got big, like say they put a video on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it went big there, and then you go back and you look at from YouTube what happened from that. Okay, from YouTube, they now a lot of people saw them on YouTube, liked the song looked more into them, followed them on Instagram, saved a few of their songs on Spotify because they have a more emotional connection to that band. They saw them in the video. They think they're cool. Mm-hmm. They love the vibe. And Instagram being like close to YouTube, it's maybe not as personal, but you can make it personal if you put the right content up there. Mm-hmm. People see it on Instagram. They like the music. They see the vibe. They see the people. And they go, ah, oh, it'd be cool to see these guys live. Are there songs on Spotify? Yeah, oh, I like those. And you end up seeing bands that get their... Um, fan base followership from these more traditional social medias yeah, having I, a, a higher engagement on Spotify, much higher. Like, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. I I think you know it starts with having the the Instagram and or I, I mean it starts with having the music for sure. But like you know flexing that Instagram in YouTube to direct people to your Spotify mm-hmm. instead of really backwards. You can't go backwards. Really. You, you can't go backwards. It's a better it's flow. A, so that's why that's why we're going to focus there. Um, fuck, I was going to say something. So, uh, the thing that we, we don't talk about the music as much and like our goal is to make the best songs ever like other musicians will because honestly, good music doesn't really get you anywhere. If you, you need it, sure, it's a baseline, but I've heard so many good songs and yeah. s- that don't go anywhere and so many bad songs that go everywhere. Think about every artist out there that you're like, this is kind of shite, but they, they got there. It's, it's like, obviously we're focused on the music, but we think we have a way to make, we think we're talented there that we make good music. Mm-hmm. We figured out over this last year, a way to write better, to record better 
and and we're now confident in the quality of music we're going to put out. Well, that same guy who I was referencing that I was reading about Spotify followers, he also was talking about how uh, as an artist, you should implement a 50-50 method. Mm-hmm. And can you, can you guess what that means? Marketing and music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, 50% of your time spent on your music and practicing, and then the other 50% of your time, business, marketing, any sort of stuff in that realm, uh, because there's there's so many artists out there that go like 95%, yeah. 5%. Some, a lot of artists are like reclusive. Like they, they just focus on the music and they're obsessed with the art form. And only if some hand of God comes in and plucks them out because they're so talented, will they ever make it anywhere? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they might just spend an entire, spend an entire lifetime as a low-level musician um, or studio or something. You know what I mean? Like the, the real aspect of it is music is a business just like our jewelry business just like anything else music is a business your product is your music your brand is the band Mm -hmm. you have to manage it the same way um and i think that's why we're in a good place is because on top of our i think unique ability to to make a catchy good product we understand the market there also uh me personally and you recently have tons of business experience yeah. In fact, I'm all business. You're a straight businessman. Um, I've I've almost none of the traditional musician characteristics. You're not um, a businessman. You're a business <laughs> man. You, you, you said that quote <laughs> like thirty times on this podcast. Um, so that's that was a lot. That was a lot of prefacing our goals. But yeah. so we want to grow our social media first and foremost. Our plan to do that, and a big part of how we're going to use the podcast to do that, is we're going to do an alternating schedule on running our social media. Rob and I are going to take two-week chunks um, to be the creative director of the band. Uh, during those two weeks, whoever the creative director is, is responsible for posting pictures, creating new content, um, making stories, answering comments, DMs. Uh, reaching out to people, uh, liking and commenting on other stuff, as well as making one piece of video content every two weeks. And that could be a cover video. That could be a video uh, on like what guitars you have, or it could be a video of us like making a song, making like a, a song in a, in a sit down session just for shit, anything. And the idea is it's us sharing the load. It's also us transferring our like splitting the creative ideas we put out there so that the band is reflective of both of us um but then what we're going to do is we're going to come on the podcast so for example this first tuesday of february i'm starting my first i'm the first guy the first two weeks of creative creative director the the director of of creativity creativity the doc what that means is between um I think between now and that Tuesday, I'm preparing for my two weeks. So I'm looking at the two week schedule. I'm seeing what events we have, where we can collect like content, pictures, yeah. stories. Yeah. I'm looking at our existing photo bank. Uh, do we need to do a photo shoot? Do we do we have enough events going on? I'm making a little bit of, of a plan and I'm also choosing the piece of content that I, we're going to film and put out because we need to film it in the first week, put it out in the second week always. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Then my two weeks, I run it all. Uh, towards the end of my two weeks, Robbie's already prepping for his two weeks. Boom, he hits the ground running. Uh, and then 
we talk about this all on the pot, like on that Tuesday podcast, I'm going to say, this is my plan for the next two weeks. This is what we're doing. Uh, we also are going to have one higher level uh, kind of challenge per month uh, on top of like the two weeks we're running the Instagram. In the, in the month, we might have a higher challenge, like who can get um, the biggest podcast guest on or who can get the... Um, who can get the the biggest uh, collaborator to yeah. to to yeah. do a music vi- or a YouTube video with us? We'll have one of those, and then at the end of the month, um, we will tally all the engagements I got during my two weeks, mm-hmm. all the engagements you got during your two weeks. Like, I'll make an Excel document that factors, you know, followers, how many mm-hmm. posts you did, how many stories you did, mm-hmm. engagement. It'll spit out a little number. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins those two weeks gets employee of the month <laughs> and and this also might or i mean this also is a bit of a pilot because we don't know we don't know if it'll work We're necessarily it. how well it'll work yet so uh it may take us about a month or two to kind of see metrics and such and then go from there and uh we might have to tweak it just a little bit to uh to cater towards uh, you know how how things are turning out, but but the idea is we're not going to th- the idea is there. We're not going to think about the perfect idea and only wait till we have the perfect idea to implement it. We're yeah. just going to start doing this kind of like fucking do it, do it. Had to had had to had fun challenge. Obviously, we're still going to work with each other while the other is a creative director. Like I'm not fucking working with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking bitch. Yeah, this is going to get intense. <laughs> um, and I'm then tear you apart. The uh, the. The other challenge, the like the big monthly challenge, will be separate. And what we're going to do at the end of the year is, if you win the employee of the month, that's that's one like one point, like call it match play or skins. Okay. If you win the month, that's one point. If you win the challenge, the big other challenge, that's a separate point. It doesn't go towards employee of the month, but it goes towards your end of the year tally. And okay. I think the winner at the end of the year gets a belt, fucking wrestling belt. Fucking love wrestling. I know. I know. So it's like a nice trophy, and the loser has to pay for it. Oh, that'd be so dope. They're so so expensive. I I remember when I was at WWE (laughs) thing at uh, at the ACC. Uh, Like belts were absurdly expensive. Maybe we can find one that you know on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also at the end of the month, the person who loses employee of the month has to buy the employee of the month uh, dinner. Take him out for dinner. Okay. Yeah. Well, dinner. Date. So it's like, yeah, you know, just we you get and me. fancy. Get yeah. Fancy. Okay. Um. Obviously, this is like a way to make it fun for, um, for us and for the listeners. But that's our plan to grow our Instagram because the thought process is, and we look to Kristen a lot for how she does it, and our other friends that have, um, good Instagram followings, uh, is you need like you need a good net to catch people that in, engage with your music, that engage with your content. Yeah. A good net involves basic posting schedule, good quality content, um, you know, these covers, these videos, stuff going on and posting stories so that people can see when you're working on music, you know, what what your thought processes are, like what your personality is, what the brand is. And if they like that, then the net catches them. They stay, they follow they they hang out with your project. You need that good net. We need a net to catch. The second item is obviously casting that, like throwing it out there or or attracting, using bait, attracting people mm-hmm. to interact with the net. And that's going to come from these like... You're making some good uh, 
fishing, fishing analogies <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> um, that's going to, that's going to come from these collaborations, like working with yes. other people with following the fish, um, the fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big fish. No, no. They'd be big, big bait. I guess they'd be like big fishing vessels. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Um, we're, uh, we're just, we're just small fish in a, in a big pond exactly. right now. <laughs> Um, so these, these, like these reach out, these exposure activities are going to be like collaborating with people, putting out those videos mm -hmm. that could go viral, like, mm -hmm. you know, cover videos do well and you know how to make an alt J song. We, we saw that guy do that. That <laughs> That's went so dumb. That went viral. Like just stuff like that will cast the net further or attract people to come in. Then they'll, then they'll see our Instagram, which has previews of our music, our covers, who we are. And hopefully that will then build a following, which we can drive to shows, listens on Spotify. So we want to hit, um, well, I think we're at a thousand now on our band account. We want to, we want to quadruple that. We want to hit the 4k. Um, and that's going to take a steady, either a steady growth amount, or we're going to have to do some like bigger collaborations every now and then that bring in like mm -hmm. a few hundred followers. But yeah. if, if we get to 4k, I told Rob, if we're even approaching it, or if we're on a good pace, I will personally get us verified on Instagram. Wow. Well, if I have to pull a fire do, do fest I, and suck some dong, <laughs> I'm going to get us at blue do check. You know, mark do as you a know reward. like someone at Instagram that could? No, but I can, man, I can do it. Okay. I already know I can do it. You heard it here. He's going to do it. I'll do it. If, if we can get there, I promise I will do whatever it takes Evian style, uh, to get that blue check mark as a reward for us. Um, that's our, that's our basic base level marketing effort. We can talk about our base level because 50, 50 with the music, our base level music effort mm -hmm. um, is a simple schedule. Same as a podcast, a simple schedule for music schedule, super straightforward every day or sorry, every week, once a week, we take a full day, a full Tuesday, which is only music stuff. Yeah. And that's going to involve, some some marketing work in the morning, some planning, um, doing our little 10-minute podcast segment to uh, fill everyone else in what's going on. And then the rest of the day is entirely writing. Uh, and we're going to write one song a week. Mm -hmm. And that's just going to involve, you know, maybe a loop on Logic uh, or a, an acoustic version. Just the core of the idea. Yeah, yeah. A melody and a chorus and some chords that we really like and we'll put that in the bank. So we'll have four song ideas a month. We'll take two of them and develop them with our band. We'll get them to write the drums, the bass. And if they're both stellar, super fantastic, sure, maybe we record both, but realistically, we're going to record the best of the the two and we're going to we're going to record a song uh every month or if we have like two dope songs maybe we spread it out and we do a you know a couple but that's our music writing schedule we already have one in the pipeline we have like that's a, like about to be done that we're going to launch late march so that gives us time to finish up a few of the other we have like four or five ideas already that we can finish up mm -hmm. so this thing is going to be an engine we're going to have music coming out constantly every month and a half every two months or so um, and that's going to be the other 50%. So we'll have all the marketing effort going on in the Instagram collaborations, the net, all the stuff we just talked about. And then we'll have new music recorded coming out often. Obviously we'll do music videos, uh, and concerts to release this. And that's the other half of the equation. We think if we stick to those, 
diligently, just simple commitments of actions, not too much thinking, the rest of our yearly goals will kind of be relatively easy to achieve with with a few extra things. Yeah. Um, did I miss anything there? No, you're doing well. Doing well, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, good work. Oh, cheers. Um, so the rest <laughs> of our goals, I'll just go through them here. Get a song this year on the radio uh, or major playlist on Spotify. How do you do that? Obviously, you need dope music. So Type that's, music. that's going to come from our writing schedule. Yep. So that's already half the equation is going to be done by our basic activities. The other half is just, okay, once you have dope music, hammer the, the reach outs. All of our connections that have radio connections, uh, reach out to the people that run the playlist, hammer that, get feedback, see if they do or don't like the songs and you know, just go from there. Just do the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, open up for a big band uh, or play at a festival. Same deal. How do you how do you do that? Reach outs. We got connections. You need a dope live Flex set on them, right? You need dope a dope live, live set. set. Dope music. Dope original music. So we're working on our live set now. We'll have it. We'll have a pretty solid hour of <laughs> good our own personal live music for sure by late March. Mm-hmm. Film it send it around to all our connections that manage bands that put on shows in the city mm-hmm. get get on some ticket mm-hmm. then like it's as, it's as simple as that the basic activity is the core to all these goals gain 15 pounds of lean muscle that's a personal goal just putting that in there <laughs> <laughs> um we want uh we want uh what's a, what's the word called we want a set like music creation supply chain yeah. Uh, so we met with a studio last week and a producer uh, that have worked with some bands we like. They're at a good price. But essentially, Robbie and I are going to handle the writing and the creating of music. <clears throat> we wanted to make sure that we had the right infrastructure to handle the recording and the mixing and the mastering, Yeah. which is the next step. So we're meeting with people that can make that happen for the right price. We think we found a good guy um, and a good studio. That so that's that's pretty well taken care of. Um, we want to hit, as we said, 4K on Insta, but we also want to hit 30,000 monthly listeners by the end of the year. Yeah, on our Spotify, that'd be tight. That that's the level we chose based on artists that we think are you know about a year ahead of us. Yeah, in terms of achieving stuff, they're at about that level, and at that level. Um, thirty thousand monthly listeners and at least you know a hundred thousand streams on one song. At that level, they're getting attention from management, from labels, from from uh, venues, yeah, from people to collaborate with. They're getting attention. A so, couple eyes and one song. Wait, or did you yeah, say this? Yeah, one, one one song over a hundred thousand streams, which you know in this kind of listening market, I don't think is one or two playlists can get you there. Yeah, yeah not not too far out so these aren't arbitrary like we there's there's deeper plans to get to get all these but the core of it is going to revolve around 50 percent marketing 50 percent music using the podcast those tuesday sessions where we fill the listeners in on what we're doing to not only let everyone know so they can follow along and record the process and be involved with uh our glow up but also to keep us accountable. Like if mm-hmm. you say things out into the world that you're going to do something, um, there's an effect there of accountability. Like everyone here is going to either hear you not do it or do it every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and 
also, as I said, if people hear what you're doing, they can help. They can, the, the universe can, can reflect it back. It's going to be an experiment. We'll just see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And uh, this all starts next week. Yeah. With next Travis week, as so. a first creative director. So uh, good luck to you. Yeah, I wish you well. Dude, I'm going to fucking mop the floor with you. I'm going to be dunking on you. You know those Pumas upstairs that I have? Yeah. I'm going to put those on every Tuesday. <laughs> Fuck, I can't Literally wait. Jordan all over you. Oh, my God. Speaking of Jordan, man. Kobe. Kobe, yeah. Holy fuck. That's insane, eh? So sad. If any of the, like, if if any listeners haven't heard this by now, you live under a rock. Yeah. But Kobe Bryant um died on Sunday in a helicopter accident. Yeah. Like fucking insane. Like d- dose of reality, man. Yeah. Him and his daughter. I know. I like immediately texted my family. It was just like Love you guys. Yeah. If it can happen to Kobe, it can happen to anybody. It's crazy, eh? And that's like, that was like his mode of transportation. Like he did that all the time. Really? Yeah. Like to and from games, like like his whole career. He's been <laughs> flying helicopters and apparently it was just, it was weather related. This, of course. This pilot was, uh, was too low, was told was too low. And um, I mean, I don't. And killed, and killed a, a father and a son. He just had a daughter. Yeah, father and his sorry, father and his daughter. He just had another daughter, and he's also just one of those like legendary good guys that everyone liked. Yeah, like, ugh. you know how I said a few a few podcasts ago, I was like, oh, you know, c- celebrities dying, not a big deal. Like you don't know them. It's uh, like f- like it doesn't ruin your year. Like it's obviously sad when anyone dies. Yeah, this one hit me a little different. Um, it's it's one thing when like an old celebrity dies like in their 70s 80s you know that's like okay sad for the family but it, it you know it doesn't define your year like when bowie or whatever yeah um but i i think you know as you get a little bit older and you 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 grow up with these celebrities mm-hmm. that's that's when it kind of affects you you know the ones the ones that are i mean it's yeah, I mean, if it's it's always sad. It's, it's always sad, sad when someone dies. I just yeah. mean, in terms of like people like this year was awful. We lost so many great celebrities. Yeah. I'm like, you lost about nine ten nine tenths of them were in their 70s or 80s. Yeah. Um, in that age range, you know, nine tenths of people die. Yeah. Like it's sad, but it's one thing though when like a Mac Miller or somebody kind of like your age, you or like in the. Who who you young family like like who you're Kobe, a fan of yeah still yeah. very active in the sports or the things that they do or in your life like yeah um fuck it rocked me man uh but you know I, yeah, I, I, like it just it was a bad. dose of reality that even for Kobe man life is brutal and awful mm-hmm. for most of the world outside of the Western countries yeah the fact that we're even getting to sit down on a podcast and talk about our problems and what dreams we want to achieve is a fucking privilege. And if the, if anyone's not living like they could die in a helicopter accident tomorrow, you, I think yeah. you're not you're not respecting the 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 world you've been blessed with growing up in Canada or North America. If you're the poorest person in Toronto, you're one of the richest people in the world. Isn't that weird to think? Yeah, it's all relative. <laughs> so, man. Okay, speaking of that. I think that segues into. I got two more points here. Yeah, yeah. Right, I got a bunch more points, but anyways, okay. On the on the Kobe thing, yeah. There, there was there was a there there was a woman talking about sports on TV, and what 
a woman <laughs> <laughs> and and it was in re- and it was in reference it was reference to kobe she was talking yeah. about like him playing and stuff and i guess like that she was like she, she came out afterwards and said this that she was thinking about the knicks and it like said the lakers so she said uh <laughs> something about basketball the knickers yeah Oh shit! And except it, like everyone was playing it back, like what did she just say or whatever? And I guess she had to clarify afterwards, but she like put those two words yeah, together, and it the sounded Knicks like and the she's, Lakers sounded like she said a bad word. That's, that's um, good stuff. Okay, poor. I just wrote that down because I thought that was funny. Being the remember we were having this chat about yeah. uh, about you taking a girl to the Leafs game. You're like I could be the poorest guy. Uh, oh oh yeah yeah like um <laughs> what, what what was the point of that like. Okay about how buying tickets to go to a Leafs game, you know, uh, <laughs> Oh, it's like even for top row back shelf, highest seats in the place, like standing room only, it's yeah. like 180 us each, which is like 220 Canadian. Yeah. It's, it's a $440 date yeah. plus drinks and food. Call that a five, $600 date. Yeah. And you would take that girl to that date and look like an absolute peasant, peasant. man. <laughs> You top row, like you'd be ordering beers and be like, not too many. <laughs> yeah. At dinner, you'd be like, maybe let's not get the appetizers. And it's a six hundred dollar date. That's fucked. Anyone six hundred dollar be- date to be the poorest guy. Yeah. In the ACC. <laughs> to look like an absolute cuck. Like, <laughs> like it's a sick joke. So this um, this girl, uh, this girl I was talking to was like. I, I met her in the States and I was talking about Canada and all, and all that when I was on my Florida trip and, and she's a, she's a Carolina hurricanes fan. And she's like, uh, how about, uh, how about I fly to Toronto for a weekend? Yeah. Like the same way I flew to the States for like a weekend. And she's like, I'm going to catch the, we, we can go to the Carolina game. I'll get the flights. You, I'll get the flight. You get the tickets. And I'm like, that's, it's funny because the tickets are going to be more than that fucking flight. Yeah, like that's a that tall wild? order. Yeah. Um, but and like obviously I could probably grease some free ones from somebody. <laughs> for one of your friends with yeah. seasons, yeah. Or my dad um, or something, I don't know. But just, I thought that was a funny thing. Case, uh, okay, another article I was reading. There's this company now yeah. who's been... Uh, who's been making these phones and they call them light phones. I think, I think it is like, if you want to look it up, it's called the light phone. Like spelled L I G H T or yeah. L I T E. Yeah. No L I G H T. Yeah. And, uh, their, their whole marketing thing is it's a dumb phone. Nice. So they're like, we don't like, uh, they're, they're like, we want these phones to be used for like their design purpose. Like you can Calls only, only call and text on it. Yeah. That's good. That's great. Until but, you, you get in a car accident and or no no that, that's great until like you're lost yeah they're kind of like they're kind of sleek looking they were talking about how they might be adding in maps or whatever <laughs> it's just so, gonna slowly become a smartphone <laughs> over time right but i i wanted to get your perspective on it because i'm like i, I was thinking about it i'm like oh it is kind of cool like you know people are a little attached to their phone but like it's it's kind of oh, weird it's like a way to wean off phones no, no, yeah, sort of to like, because there's no social media on it and stuff. They're like, if you look it up and read their whole marketing yeah. thing, it's it's kind of backwards. It's like, oh, we, you know, for the past, you know, little while, we've wanted to be so attached. Like, look at this great new platform. You can connect here. You can connect there. They're like, oh, like no emails coming in at this time, ruining your day. No Slack messages yeah. doing this. And then now it's like, it's kind of going backwards. They're like, okay, we don't want any of this. I, I don't know. Okay. I have tons of opinions. Yeah. I'll take it back to the beginning. Um, I didn't have a phone for a few days when my phone was broken. Yeah. And uh, so I got my car to drive somewhere 
and I realized I had no idea where the fuck I was going. Yeah, you're heavily reliant on your GPS. I was like, holy fuck. I had to go inside, look at it, write down a few things. And then I was like, cool, I'll listen to some music or podcast. And I was like, okay, never mind. That came through my phone as well. Listen to the radio. Fucking suck shit. Suck shit. Yeah. I was listening to ads like just flooding my ears. And I, I just hate that shit. And like disc jockeys saying totally like like I, I forget how much that like mainstream media talks to like you're an infant idiot <laughs> who's excited for this toronto like let's go like we're pumped like let's get this going call in i want to hear your thoughts i'm like shut the fuck up dude <laughs> I'm not, like everything is to sell me something yeah shut up yeah and that being said please let us on the radio would love to be on there <laughs> uh no so th there's that um also, anytime I, f I find anytime that treat in a people that like want to treat an addiction to something with yeah. like getting rid of it or like blocking themselves from it. Yeah. I like as m some people might need it, but for myself personally, no, like you're, you're treating a symptom with a bandaid. You're trying to like stop a leak with like flex seal. You know what I mean? Flex tape. If, if you're addicted to your phone. Yeah. Get some fucking willpower into you, man. I, yeah, for I knew I figured you would have this opinion about balance. Um, look here, this is their. I'm gonna read their website a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, designed to be used as little as possible. Cool. A phone for humans. A phone is a tool, and it should serve you as the user, not the other way around. Yeah. Why don't we stop using lights too? The light phone too is a phone that actually respects you. Um. Yeah. Like I get it. I. I totally get it, and I no disrespect for the company because they're going to yeah. make a lot of money. It's a it's a catchy gimmick. A yeah. lot of people mm -hmm. that that this will this will come and go, and people will be like, "Okay, you know, what? I kind of miss being connected. I kind of miss having a, a a computer in my pocket. the <laughs> The amount of work I can get done anywhere yeah. answering that email, like all the stuff we just talked about, relies on having that tool in your pocket. Yeah, responding to messages, posting, taking stories, um. Like right now, as I'm on the podcast, I'm negotiating with a guy on a laptop. You're a, you're a superhuman with this in your pocket. Just exercise a little bit of self control. You, you you're on it too much. You don't you don't need to go fully yeah. one way. So yeah. for 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 me, I was like, okay, uh, I was on it a little bit much towards the end of last year. I could see my hours just melting away to, to nothing. Yeah. So guess what I did? I stopped doing that. You recognize it and now? I don't do I don't do phone, YouTube, Instagram, anything in my bed. My phone is out of my bed. I don't yeah. even do it there. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's that's a toxic habit. Toxic habit. Wasting time. Yeah. Um, I don't... Uh, I no longer cruise Instagram for no reason unless I'm on a bus. And even then, uh, like I'm, I'm, it's, I'm now aware of how much life I, I send to looking at ass pictures and <laughs> like nice cars. Yeah. Um, only every now and then do I hop on there because looking at ass pictures and nice cars actually fires me up. To yeah. get successful, yeah. but then I shut it down. I get back to work. Uh, that's that's the way I treat anything. If I if I notice something taking a grip on me, like when I was too into nicotine or like whatever, my symptom might I don't treat it with gum or like like th I believe you can just control your shit. Not yeah. everyone's built the same way, but for me personally, the, the light phone just oh, I, I love I actually love just telling my body no to something it wants. <laughs> Like when I woke up this morning, set the Get alarm. Get off on I, saying no. Yeah, my body wanted to sleep, and I was like, "Oh yeah, 
fuck you, dude. <laughs> I got right up, just put my face in the cold water. I was like, oh, you wanted to sleep? It's like it's like you versus your soft ass, comfort driven body. Yeah, that's every day. What are you pulling up there? Um, okay, I got I got one more, and then I probably gotta go. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 might, yeah, fuck you, um, might. This <laughs> you'll appreciate this. Uh, U.S. Treasury Secretary can't pronounce his name. Um, the other day, I guess Greta Thunberg was <laughs> that like she was in some sort of conference yeah. with them, and uh, he made a comment. He said, "Is she the chief economist? <laughs> After she goes and studies economics in college, she can go back and explain climate change to us." <laughs> Sorry, can you can you can you pull that? Uh, like, what is that? What does that mean? That was I was a little. Uh, uh, okay, let me find. It, at the meeting of global leaders in Davos, uh, Davos is a real place. Muchin was asked to comment on the debate over the economics of climate change spurred by the Swedish Swedish teenager. Mm-hmm. He quipped, "Is she the chief economist?" He economist then, yeah sorry <laughs> so that's what's tripping me out i was like i was like is are they saying a word wrong here like uh-huh. yeah economist 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 i like that too he then said after she goes and studies economics in college she can go back and explain that to us um also side note you reminded yeah. me someone said trippy red the yeah. rapper looks like greta thunberg uh like going as little wayne for halloween yeah look at this picture i'll throw it in the podcast video Look! Look at Trippy Red. Look yeah. at her. Look at Little Wayne. Does that not look like a perfect? Like, does that not look like Greta yeah. Thunberg in Little Wayne costume? That is pretty funny. Anyway, yeah, no, dude. This whole Greta Thunberg thing. We talked about it on two podcasts. Two podcasts yeah. now. She's a, a high school girl. I love that she's getting people fired up about the environment because at, at the very least you can have a conversation. You know what I mean? Like you can now go like debate your. Uh, people and then when you're forced to debate or talk about things answers come out mm-hmm. but god will i never ever listen to a, a teenage girl about anything if she told me to do something <laughs> other than to t- to debate the concept that she i'm not taking her words as like the facts yeah, yeah but i'm taking her words as like the emotional fire to then figure out what the facts are which is a positive effect nonetheless so thanks greta keep being a weirdo and um sailing everywhere instead of flying i love that <laughs> Uh, but yo, I gotta do, uh, I gotta pack up and I gotta leave like right now. Yeah. That's do I, fine. You want to you save these for next, next episode? Um, yeah, I don't care. We'll, we'll tail back. Then. I don't give a shit, dude. All right. So, uh, that's it. And we'll, you got any last comments? No, just fire it up. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to doing this challenge. See you next Tuesday.